Blog Talk Radio. this week's segment called Market Smarter, Not Harder. We're talking about this today simply because today it doesn't matter whether you have a brick and mortar store or whether you strictly are online, but you have to look at multiple ways of marketing your business, both offline and online. Never, never, never give up, said Winston Churchill. When the going gets tough, the tough get going is a motto. Your most resilient and clever CEOs and marketing professionals adopt while their meek counterpoints tend to bury their heads in the sand during these tough economic times. Yes, times are still tough. And people are still scared, regardless of their current income level. And rightly so. Many people who are in decision-making positions feel a sense of responsibility to their employers, their colleagues, and their staff. Unfortunately, often these folks have a knee-jerk reaction and cut marketing dollars before weighing the consequences. Here's a good example of that. Many years ago, in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, companies often had training within their workplace for their employees. Why? Because they wanted their customers to be able to receive good customer service. They wanted to have a good profit margin, and they wanted to make sure that all their employees were on the same page when it came to the mission of the company. Problem is, as times got tough, as we went into a recession, that was the first thing that corporations often cut. And what has happened is that so many things have literally gone by the wayside. In reality, cutting your market budget is a, in a bad economy is the last thing you should do. This is not the time to focus less on marketing, rather the opposite. The beauty of marketing in the 21st century is that many of the marketing channels available to you are cheap, easy, and fast to execute. The, what we're talking about here is software. There are many platforms you can go on today that can literally help you with marketing any product. I'm currently with a company called Quick, or using a software called Quick Affiliate Pro. In there, you can post stories. In there, you can post video. You can link it to your autoresponder. And 
you can send out squeeze pages where you can generate leads for anything that you're marketing so that you have an option of a way to build relationships with customers. The cost of entry has never been lower. And I am not just talking email marketing. And there have never been more niche markets available. It has never been easier with today's technology to accumulate, measure the impact of your marketing efforts, and make educated decisions about going forward to plan cohesive, multi-channel marketing campaigns. Have you seen how Instagram has totally changed? Now they have an IGTV channel, which means that you can literally upload to their site videos that are more than one minute. And the purpose of all of this is simple, to help you improve your marketing. In fact, I had someone contact me that what did they want to do? They wanted to literally set up an Instagram site for me where they would market my products. And you know what? I just put together a ebook called Discover Your Life Purpose. And all I had to do was take that and make a video and put it on IGTV, or I can literally on Instagram click the plus sign and make a video where it's sitting there right on my site with all my pictures. So as you can see, technology has improved to the point that and companies are literally taking their, their software and they keep advancing it. Why? Because technology keeps improving. And as long as you avail yourself to all of this technology, and if you don't want to do it yourself, it's easy to outsource it. Smart companies that continue to grow and prosper during hard economic times understand the value of multi-channel marketing. Create strong customer relationships. Perhaps one of the greatest benefits of multi-channel marketing is that it provides great customer relationships, building opportunities. Direct mail and email allow you to stay in front of your customers while letting the customer learn about your product and their own schedule. What happens is when you use email marketing through autoresponders, always make it at least a five to one ratio, if not more, where you're literally giving your customer information and tips that can help them in their business. Why? Because if you are literally sending them sales letters with every email, they're going to just delete it without even opening it up. So how can you create a need for them to open your emails even when it's a sales letter? 
telemarketing allows you to provide additional information and answer questions your customers may have. Regardless of which channels you use, you should never promise anything that you aren't going to be able to deliver. In fact, you should always be over-delivering on the promises you make in your marketing property. Remember, the integrity is the key. Because today, everything is done through online marketing. You do not get face-to-face interaction with many people today. So how do you turn around and create an environment that they get to know, like, and trust you? You have to do that by over-delivering on what you have promised them that you have to offer. This is a way for people to learn and about you, to realize that even though your prices may go up along the way, that what you are offering them is a lot more than they have, have contracted with you to begin with. And if you can over-deliver, if you can give them exactly what they want without taking advantage of them, and they see that you have integrity, that you give the best customer service, then it doesn't matter who comes along after you because your customer will be loyal to you. So your obligation to your customer is to gain their loyalty. You do this by building up a relationship with them. You build that relationship by, if you're using email, giving them tips and tricks that they can use that they didn't know were available. Because you know what? Across every industry, the same marketing applies. It doesn't matter how you deliver it. It's what you give them to begin with. Choose efforts that help you pick the low-hanging fruit. What we mean by low-hanging fruit is in marketing, if you're doing content marketing, it's a phrase that is used that has high value but is not being used very much so that when someone keywords that into their search engine, your site comes up. Never forget to market most often and most strongly to those loyal customers who buy from you. Direct email marketing, well-written and based on a compelling offer, is critical. It is easy to implement and extremely cost-effective, allowing you to communicate with your customers as much as you and they want. I also, it also gives you the ability to test, see what's working, and quickly react to generate more sales. It allows you to make your message as timely and as relevant as possible. For the most part, direct email marketing is a two-step process. 
first process is to develop a list of people who will account and accept your promotional messages. This list is built by asking for your customer's email address. The second step is to send them your direct response promotions. Those are usually longer sales letters, much like direct mail. Prior to the internet, prior to access of marketing tools that you had today online, everything was done direct mail. Everything was done in doing multiple mails. And I'm going to tell you a little story here because I think this is important to understand that today what you can do is far more cost-effective in your marketing than it was in the past. As a professional speaker, since that's what I understand, if I wanted to market seminars or webinars or rather seminars or e-courses that I wanted to sell that had to be physically delivered to them through audio tapes, and those audio tapes were usually played on a tape player. You didn't have access to the computers like you do today in digital marketing and digital iTunes. Everything changed when Steve Jobs created the iPad. Well, he started out with the iTunes, which was a digital way to download music. And that's how everything got started. But eventually, you could do digital with your tapes, with like, just like this radio show, it's all digital, done online. And these are things on how everything has changed in the way we do business today. What you really need to understand is that today you have options to you. But let me back up and start out. Okay, you had to put together a media kit. That meant you had to pay someone to come with their camera to actually videotape you doing a presentation, and you had to do it in front of a live audience. So you had to put this together, and you also had to become very good at selling from the front of the room for products at the back of the room. But let also, whenever you put together a seminar, you had to put print up brochures with dates and locations. And guess what? That cost a lot of money. But if something changed between the time they were printed and the, the date that they were, you literally had to go and throw out that whole thing and come back and reprint them. So that was paying double of what you originally paid. Then you had to literally buy mailing lists or put together or find a way to put together a list of companies that you could send mailings out to. But you had to do it not once, not twice, but even as many as three to five times because the first time they would throw it out, 
The second time, they may take a look at it. The third time, they may hold on to it. But not until the fourth or fifth time would they act immediately. And it's usually dependent on what the needs were of that individual or that company at that time. So, for the most part, direct marketing is a two-step process. The first process is to develop a list of people who will accept your promotional messages. This list is built by asking for customer email addresses. The second step is to set up your direct response promotions. These are usually longer sales letters, much like direct mail. Some forms of marketing don't cost you a dime. You can create online buzz about your product through social media. This can take on many forms, online forums, message boards, blogs, video blogs, and social networks such as LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. So there's so many ways that you can market today that you can join Instagram for free and use it as a marketing tool. You can join Twitter for free. Now, they all have API or that you can set up API keys with them and link it to your site where everything you do is automatically advertised, but you're paying a premium price for that on those sites. So, it just depends on what kind of budget you have and how far you want to get involved and pay for all of these things that you can do because you have multiple options of advertising today. Use social media methods to stimulate conversation about you, your business, and your products. The key is to be genuine. To ensure the buzz is positive, you have to promote yourself gradually and organically by developing real relationships with your desired audience on targeted social media sites. And that means that, like, I'm on a site called Alignable, and I can connect with any business on there, and I can interact with them. Part of that interaction is for me to generate buzz about what I'm doing. So think about it. What title do you have that when someone hears the title, they will say, well, how do you do that? So think about that. Think about all of those things that you've done currently and how you can take all of that and put it together in such a way that you are promoting yourself and putting yourself out there. It is also imperative that you are involved in the conversation on your own site, pages, and accounts. To ignore your own customers is an unforgivable mistake in today's interconnected world. You must always be answering their questions, responding to their complaints, exploring opportunities, 
announcing new products, listing upcoming events, and reminding people of deadlines. The list is endless. Want to drum up great PR? Get to know the media of the many channels of marketing. Public relations is one of every business should embrace. That's because it is nearly free. If you have a good writer on staff, your only cost will be the event you are publicizing and the small amount it takes to mail or email out your press release. There are definite sites that you can go on to put press releases online to announce new events that are coming up. Now, you need to be aware there are sites that are free, but there are sites that may promote themselves that are free that really aren't. But it is a great way for people to see what you're doing. When it works, it really works. Going from regional to national to international faster than it takes to write up a conventional advertising campaign. The trick is creating successful newsworthy stories. The best way to do that is to take and look at what's going on currently in the news and how it affects your business. Here's a good one to understand of what's going on. Today, we are starting to see price wars again. Why? Because Trump decided to put tariffs on all foreign goods because he wants to sell American goods. The best way to sell American goods is to improve the quality of what you're selling, not to create tariff wars where when I import my products to your country because I'm putting tariffs on you, you are going to put tariffs on me because guess what that's doing? You're already seeing it start to hit the farmers so that Trump is saying, oh, we're going to help you out financially. And what is he going to do? He's taking money that the taxpayers pay to pay the farmers. And you're starting to see car industries realize that it is going to affect they're selling their products in foreign markets because their prices are going to go up, and that means that foreign countries are no longer going to buy America. When it works, it really works, going from regional to national to international faster than it takes to write up a conventional advertising campaign. The trick is creating successful, newsworthy stories. And those stories are created by looking at what's going on in today's marketplace and how you can incorporate those stories into what you're doing and how you can help your client with their pain to solve it. It is very important to target your press releases to specific publications and media outlets whose customers you want to reach. Rather than sending out 1,000 general press releases 
about a story that has general appeal, it's much more effective to send out eight dozen or so targeted press releases containing stories that are exactly right for the intended audience. It's simply quality versus quantity. Don't go in alone. Many small business balk at the idea of joint ventures. They don't like the idea of splitting revenues. They like selling their own products because they keep 100% of the revenues. This is kind of like thinking that destroys a business. When a joint venture is executed properly, it doesn't subtract from the business. It adds to the business. There are many ways to do joint ventures, and the best ones are those that pair up businesses with asymmetrical resources and skills. To find your joint venture soulmate, think about a major, the major players in your marketplace. Consider the strengths and weaknesses of each. Ask yourself, how might you benefit from working with them? Make a list of potential partners and develop a strategy approach to them and show them how they could benefit from doing business with you. The idea is to develop joint venture relationships that are easy to maintain, financially profitable, intellectually rewarding, and long-lasting regarding on how many channels you use and which ones that are smart companies understand return on investment. If you see a company, perhaps one of your competitors advertising often and in multiple channels, chances are it is a healthy company. Study that company. Is there something that you are doing that you can implement? Remember, don't look to reinvent the wheel. Everyone is always doing very similar type of marketing. So don't, and this is a big thing about joint ventures that I notice a lot of people don't understand and use effectively. You want to joint venture with someone that has a product that complements the product that you're currently using. For instance, I'm on a site called HQ Webinar. And why am I on there? Because I can post my webinars and promote them to my customers. But guess what they're doing? They're also cross-promoting and, and a, are a reseller for Quick Affiliate Pro. Why are they doing that and helping market it to their customers? Because it is a marketing tool that fits in with their product. You can use snippets of videos to promote a product. You can tell a story, and you can promote it through, through real simple sentences. But R, you can RSS on it on the Internet because the more people that catch your articles, that catch the things that you're looking to do, that you can help build a business with, then it will help you because guess what? They want to cross-sell to your customers just as much as you want to cross-sell to their customers. 
it's always important to remember one thing, that we are truly a global economy today. And if you want to reach other markets just like your own in other countries, because guess what? Other countries are going to be cross-promoting to your customers as well. So you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And we offer both individual and group coaching where we can literally help you put together your purpose, figure out how you want to market it, put together a mission statement, 